Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit. WrestleMania post-game show. We're actually recording the show as it's going on. I'm here with my Metal Injection co-host, 3D, dubious Darren Delgado. <laughs> hey And uh, we just finished watching the Cruiserweight match. The way this is going to go is we're going to do our post-match analysis immediately after each match that we watch. And uh, either we'll let it keep running if there's commercials, like there seem to be right now. Or we'll pause it in case there's another match. But we just watched the Cruiserweight match. Before we get into the match, I just wanted to say, you mentioned commercials. Mm -hmm. There was an action figure of Kevin Owens that, for some reason, they took away his belly and made him into like a, like a, like a, like a GQ model with a six-pack, <laughs> which I do not understand. Isn't it supposed to be Kevin Owens? Where's his gigantic fat stomach? Uh, well, that bothers me. You should write write a letter to Mattel. Let I, them know about I it. I will. <laughs> well, the Cruiserweight match just started the show. It was bright and sunny, humid Florida weather. Mm -hmm. But Neville and uh, Austin Aries, I think they had a great match. It Fantastic was awesome. match. Yeah. And uh, Neville won. He, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was a great way to end it because Austin Aries looked like he was about to win it. Mm -hmm. And he definitely put up a great fight. And you kind of, I started to think, like, oh, man, is Austin going to win? Because my prediction was that Neville was going to win because mm -hmm. I feel it was too early to end his reign. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, it was cool how he used a heel tactic by grabbing the eye. Yeah, the, eye, the, the orbital uh, bone. Yeah, right. like, his, like that's Austin Aries' kryptonite at the mm -hmm. moment. Yep. So I thought that was a cool way. And then, of course, once he hits... The red arrow, that's like a super finisher. There's yep. no getting up from that. Has anyone, no one's ever kicked out of that, right? Uh, maybe like when he was on the show uh, before. It's like when he's facing heavy Yeah, lights. but since he's come back for the Cruiserweight, uh, the, the Cruiserweight show, he has not. It looks like the Battle Royal is just starting. What did you think of the show, Darren? Uh, I mean, of the match. Um, I, I thought it was a little plotting in the beginning, but I, yeah. I, in a way it kind of works for Neville. Like Neville, get, it gets him over as... Sort of a, I like the fact that he's sort of toned down his high flying arsenal. Yes, and he's like a, just a ass kicker. But when yeah. he needs to to do something crazy, he'll pull it out of the bag. Yeah, the idea that like the reason he stopped doing the flashy stuff is because he does he's not there to entertain the fans. He's there to win the match. It's, so he's doing it for himself. Like when I watch a big show match, all it is is plotting. So I feel like there's no no reason for it. It's just all he can do. But when it's Neville, it's sort of like I like that it sort of adds. That he becomes a striker. It adds something to to the, the like the density of his matches. You know, it's like more things he can do. I mean, could you really classify watching a big show match? Like, are you really <laughs> watching it, or are you just looking past it, waiting for it? To... As he like, we're talking about this as big shows on the screen, entering the the battle royal <laughs> with all the B and C players. Just to put a bow on. That, oh, and uh, this uh, Chinese guy, the Neville thing. Um, we should say. Uh, that there was a really bad botch in that match. Not a botch, but he dropped uh, Austin Aries on his head. Directly? I hope Austin Aries doesn't have a concussion. <laughs> he looked like he was finishing that match very dazed. Yeah, like I believe off. it looked like, like they did a slow-mo and you just saw. Mm -hmm. He landed, was in slow-mo. Yeah, it landed right <laughs> on his head. But all right, we're going to watch the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back with our thoughts. Bye. 
So the Andre the Giant Battle Royal just concluded. Uh-huh. Uh, as we were watching it, I was like, I think it's going to be like either Sami Zayn, this guy, or Mojo Raleigh because that Rob Gronkowski guy is in the crowd and they want the publicity. And sure enough, uh-huh. you called it. Uh, well, Sami Zayn gets eliminated. Uh-huh. And then uh, the fat the- bastard looks like Bastion Booger from Sanity. <laughs> I like him though. Uh, I, what's the Killian James? I just can't. The, the, I know it's it's the desired effect is to make him look gross. Yeah, but it's not. It's just like bad heat. It's like I don't want to look at his back hair. No, I'm into it. I mean, I want more super heavyweights in WWE. Like, oh yeah, I don't mind that style of wrestler. It's just he's so yeah. gross looking. Like I can't stand it. Yeah, well, they gave him a, a pretty strong push there. He was in there in the final four, and of course, everyone's favorite heel. Ginger Mahal, <laughs> my wife's favorite. The second, <laughs> the second to last, representing all of India and all Indian <laughs> Americans. He's actually from Canada. He's a uh, Can- Indian Canadian. Our theory is that he just forgot to go out. Like he was supposed to be like the third guy out, <laughs> and he just forgot. Well, speaking of forgot, somebody clearly forgot to tell one of the WWE security guards <laughs> that Rob Gronkowski isn't just some fan jumping the rail. Well, we should say what happened in case someone didn't watch this. So. It, you know, Rob Gronkowski is Mojo Raleigh's friend. Rob Gronkowski is a football player, right? Who is the, I don't even. He's a tight end for the New England Patriots. Okay, so they're the Super Bowl champions now, right? So of course, yeah. Mojo Raleigh. They well, wanted that. We should ESPN. also say who the fuck Mojo Raleigh is, because people might not know. That Mojo either. Raleigh is just this <laughs> very hyper excited jock guy. Yes. And I guess he went to school with Gronk. That I didn't even know. That that's how they know each other. They they were in a college football together, okay. or, or something like that. And then so imagine doing a show and you have to explain who Rob Gronkowski is, but not Mojo Raleigh. That's, <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened in the world. Well, for I don't I yeah he's he, he's just a funny name to me, I guess. Yeah. But so he's in the first row, mm-hmm. and. It's a battle royal, and yet Mojo Raleigh falls through the middle two ropes. Now, the battle royal rules is you have to go over the top rope. So he falls through the ropes. Then the Indian hero, Jinder Mahal, runs out, and he's like, oh, is that your friend? You know, they're, like, talking shit, him and Gronk. Uh-huh. And then he grabs Gronk's WrestleMania co- commemorative cup. Drinks it with his fucking backwash in there. Drinks a backwash. Who knows what's in there? <laughs> And then Steroids. tries to, like, throw it at Gronk and, like, kind of fucks up. So He threw it into the third row, basically. The water or those Coke or whatever went all the way past Gronkowski and into, like, the third row. So it didn't even, like, make that much of an effect. But then it was the slowest reaction of, like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? yeah? So Jinder's, like, back in the ring now. It's, like, ten minutes later, and Gronk just jumps the rail Immediately, a female security guard, like a fifty-year-old like soccer mom, rushes and like does like barricade him. She does her job. Well, here's the shitty part: is that she stops and he stops, like he stops yeah, he's doing like, the angle. Oh, oh shouldn't I? Oh, I should go. Oh, he's probably thinking like, oh, this wasn't my time to do this. Fuck. Oh shit! And, and then like ten referees swarm her, and they clearly were like, no, no, this is part of the show. Get the uh-huh. fuck away! Right, right, right. And then finally, so basically, the, wait before you go on. So really, what happened is. Someone jumped the rail, and the security guards all made sure that he was allowed to enter the ring and beat the shit out of him. Right? Okay. They were like, "They were like, okay, fans aren't allowed, <laughs> but uh, we'll let we'll let uh, he, this fan." He's in. okay. He's all right. Yeah. Uh, and so he gets in the ring, and then fight. He just like tackles Ginger. Ginger's head just whiplashes against the rope. The probably worst. another concussion. Every right. match, there's going to be a concussion. I think. <laughs> uh, but uh, so. 
then uh, eventually Mojo just wins, and then him and uh, Gronk have a, a, a you know homoerotic celebration. It seemed like. <laughs> As Jennifer mentioned, though, I mean, he looks like with his with his little wife beat a Gravesend T-shirt there. He looked like some random person. Right, he doesn't look like a football I player. I don't blame that woman for stopping him from. She going She was doing there. her job. If anything, that woman deserves a raise. Yeah, yeah. He smells like sausage and peppers going in the ring like that. <laughs> right. Oh, I also wanted to mention something else. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was on his chest? What was on oh, the yeah. his chest? I look, maybe when he like hit the ring post, he really hit the post. But like, it's like a perfect square. Yeah, it was weird. I don't like know. There's a little nipple in the middle of it. It looked like that broad, the, the soccer mom tased him or something when she was trying to <laughs> st- stop Gronk. That, that woman does her job. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did a good job. <laughs> Battle Royals suck. It could have it went a little faster, but... Uh... But, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Battle Royale. Just in general. Even the Royal Rumble. I like the concept that they all come out separately. But... No, I, the the Royal Rumble is great, though. It bogs down in the middle, though. I feel like when there, there are more was, people in Yeah, there. there was a moment in, the, in this Battle Royale where it was like, all right, wrap it up, guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe we should wrap it up. The main show has begun, and you can tell because our audio sounds so much better. And Noah's here. Welcome, Noah. Hello, Hi. Noah. So uh, the show started, New Day came out with a completely wasteful segment, just Ugh. killing time for no reason whatsoever. They did do uh, a, a, a Xavier Woods page reference joke, though. Uh, what, what was the joke? It was uh, like, we, we're going to pull the lever to start WrestleMania. We're going to pull our lever. But he says we're going to pull our lever, and then the cameraman zooms in on Woods. It was lame. It was lame as shit. They could have done a could've much cut, better cut joke. It. And then the first match, I'm kind of surprised, AJ versus Shane McMahon, or what did you call Shane McMahon? The excrement of execution. Ooh, it was a rough few minutes to start the match. Shane McMahon tried to do some MMA moves. Noah was our MMA analyst as we were doing, as we were watching the match. Noah, how how were his locks? Uh, well, he did a triangle that AJ Styles jumped right into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty good, but he didn't really push the arm across to really suffocate AJ correctly. Yeah, he wasn't pulling in on it, right? Like, he wasn't looking... It wasn't tight. Yeah, like, he needed to, like, turn his body a bit. So it was like the John Cena STF of triangles, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. And then uh, he had an arm bar that was pretty good, and uh, he did a rear naked choke. But I noticed he didn't have his hooks in. He uh-huh. didn't keep his feet. He would have had more control over AJ. Now, f- follow-up question. Uh, when uh, eight, when Shane McMahon missed his punches by five feet, would that be bad technique also? Either he missed them by five <laughs> feet or he really landed them. It's <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, that's right. He was like either crazy stiff or ulti- ultimately horrible. And uh, the match, you know, it was a good like, – it feels like it's a 15, 20-minute match. Shane McMahon got a lot of offense in – at one point, the ref went down, and AJ Styles brings out two trash cans. Mm-hmm. All of us immediately called what was happening. Like, why are you bringing out the one weapon that your opponent is known for using? But it turned out to be explained that he wanted to do it himself. Right, and then Shane obviously got out of it, and then Shane did the coast-to-coast. We were At this point, Shane looked so gassed. Well, he looked gassed from the introductions. I mean, he's <laughs> just running down that ramp. <laughs> <laughs> walking the walking down the ramp, he blew up. Just a light jog down the ramp is too much. Uh, I, I don't was, know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So yeah, when when he got up, I was like, oh man, I hope he at least makes it across. Yeah. It looked like he might not have, but he did. He he made it with plenty of 
of room to spare. In fact, not only that, then they did another spot where he jumps off the top of the turnbuckle to Oh, outside. he did the shooting. Oh, right, right, right. He and that missed, he... like, the center of the table and went skidding. He went too far. It, it looked like he like he bounced off the table, right, like right bounced. off the table as opposed to having the table, right. you know, break his fall. And the floor broke his fall. Right. The table wound up collapsing, but, like, after he skidded off of it. <laughs> he landed right on his side and his arm. And, and we were wondering if it was, like, right in front of his drippy inbred family. Oh, they're not inbred. But they were actually on the other side of the ring. Come on. <laughs> Come on, All Jared. those thousands of years of, like, you know, Mayflower uh, inbreeding. You're telling me there's not a couple of chromosomes missing in there? I, I don't know. I don't. They, they look like lovely children. <laughs> Come on. And then, uh, then Shane McMahon tries to pull out a shooting star press. Mm-hmm. My heart sank. I thought I, I I thought he was gonna die, uh, but but he he did. hit the ground like he, the kneecaps were gonna yeah. fall off. He hit the mat like a wet newspaper. It's just like the, you know how the mat gives a little and you bounce. He just said just a thud, <laughs> straight well, down. As Darren called him, a bag of locks. A bag of locks, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was saying <laughs> it looked like uh, when the airport handlers when they're throwing the suitcases uh, across the across the runway. That's but, another good one. But uh, this, I'm glad. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was, I'm, I'm glad at least AJ Styles won de- decisively. Although really he won because Shane McMahon made a mistake. Right. That's what really pissed me off. Well, a couple of things pissed me off. The first thing is having this match at all because what I read was that you told me you know, confirmed this that Shane McMahon was supposed to fight Brock Lesnar. I mean, well, sorry. that was the uh, yeah. that was the talked about. It wasn't like you know locked in which i wouldn't mind because yeah. brock lesnar is just like a spectacle like the, the point of a brock lesnar match is that he just beats the shit out of somebody yeah but i wouldn't want to see brock lesnar selling for shane McMahon. no that wouldn't have worked. but what i like is that is that like brock lesnar can be against anybody he just needs a sack of potatoes to throw around but aj styles is like basically nearing the end of the prime of his career it's right like the best time of his career mm-hmm. and i feel like he's finally in the wwe there's so many good guys that this guy can well, work who, with who would he have wrestled on the show that uh, like everyone's taken well no one based on their previous booking but you could have built this up yeah. over the course of sammy Zayn would have been a right. kevin owens would have been a but great they're all on raw he's on smackdown well, it's WrestleMania. You can have cross-promotional shit, can't right, you? Right. Well, I mean, listen, it's my fantasy yeah. booking. I can say whatever it's, I want. That's true. But uh, the second thing I don't like about this... Oh, I didn't even get to finish my point, which is that uh, he basically chose this match. Like, they said, okay, now you're not facing Brock Lesnar. Who do you want to fight? Allegedly. Like, we don't know if this is... Right, it's a rumor. But that, you know, brings up the question, why does there have to be a Shane McMahon match on mm-hmm. any big card to begin with? Mm-hmm. I agree. Second thing that I didn't like is that they were just equal throughout the match. Like, basically, right. like you said, he only won because Shane McMahon made a mistake, and it was like a hair razor-thin difference mm-hmm. between the two of them. Like, that shouldn't be the fucking case. Like, what next time there's a next time there's an AJ Styles match, why am I supposed to believe in this guy when he almost got beat by, like, a 48-year-old white-haired man <laughs> huffing and puffing and rolling around on the mat? Because he's great. It's okay. AJ Styles can overcome the bad booking. He he can he can but he shouldn't have to is my point. He deserves better. That's that's what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Did we rant too long again? No, we're we're doing just fine. Okay. And uh, it looks like the chicken wings are yeah. looking good. So, uh, it's almost time. We're, we're gonna go stuff our faces. We have chicken on. wings. We have uh, ribs, honey garlic ribs, and we have uh, linguine bolognese with lamb meat. 
See if you can tell at what point we stuffed our faces if we start talking slower. <sighs> I'm going to sound like Shane McMahon <sighs> sucking wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The food is smelling better. Kevin Owens just won the United States Championship in a wonderful but somewhat quick match. It felt like it was only 10 minutes. Kevin yeah. Owens was Chris Jericho's six months of build. We were speculating that uh, the previous match, they had a wheel... Uh, Shane McMahon's uh, Alta Chachabari off of that ramp, <laughs> that 14,000-foot ramp that they have. It is a long ramp. So it is, it's a, you, you keep joking that they have to play the extended version of everybody's theme <laughs> song because it takes so long to walk down it. I I'm joking, but a couple of them did loop. Like yeah. the, uh, the Braun Strowman one, the, the Battle oh, Royale, yeah. looped back to the beginning. But this was a good match. It was it wasn't like a great match. It didn't have a, it was too short to be like a really great match, but yeah. I like that it ended abruptly because that power bomb to the apron finisher oh. is deadly mm -hmm. and the right guy won. Jericho's leaving. They could have a rematch still, you know, it could still they could still do one more match out of this, but uh Kevin Owens should have won. He did what he said he was going to do, which was take Jericho's title away from him to make up for Jericho taking his Kevin Owens' universal title away from Owens. I love that they're going away from Kevin Owens being a cowardly pussy also and becoming like the NXT mega monster heel. That yeah, he just a tough guy. He's like a bully. He's a yeah. bully. He's like what JBL is in real life. I also think that I think that Jericho uh, in his pear-shaped incarnation being old and like 46 – He's still solid. He's very, you know, he he's can good, yeah. have a good match, but I, I just don't think he's capable of even really having a great match anymore. Like he's, he's still, I mean, he whipped out a top rope Huracan Rana. He, no, no, no. That was, I, he I, could I, still put together a decent match, but I agree, like, he can't. He has to be in there with someone who can deliver the great stuff, and he knows how to lay out right. a great match. Right. Well, I think this is this match is probably, like, the pinnacle of what Jericho can still do, and ha like the best, this is about the best match he can, which is like a pretty good, solid match. Yeah, no, Jericho. I across. feel like this is the most I've enjoyed Jericho since his returns, like when he started coming part time. Mm -hmm. This is his best run for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, I love his his gimmick and his characters yeah. off the charts. Scarf too. looked amazing. So far, the best fake tan <laughs> of anybody I've seen. Mojo well, had the worst fake tan. He had what is some scarring or some shit it on just, his chest. These people, really it's like, come on. They, I feel at this point, WWE, you know, they have makeup artists in the back for women. They need to have uh, a tanning station. Like, <laughs> they, this is just a part of the look. This is entertainment. Uh -huh. Have professional sprayers on hand <laughs> to tan these people so they don't have to do it themselves. No, have you under their butts. <laughs> no, have you fake tanned? Like, is it a process? Is it hard to get it right? never did spray tan. I just did the one where you stand in the booth and raise your arms naked. How long does that take? Uh, depends how crispy you want to get. But that's been like phased down now, right? That's like a passe thing, or do they still do it? Uh, well, Brooklyn Tan's closed on Thirteenth Avenue, but so wait. I can't go there anymore. So some someone comes in and stands in there and sprays you while you're naked. Oh, she's never done it. She said, uh, but yeah, that's but like I see like beach bum tanning. It, that looks like it's, it's spray tan, or it's like a machine that does the spraying for you. It's, it's sprayed, like, or you go in like a little coffin and they. Uh, you go in a coffin you. and it's sprayed. No, no, no. I oh. I heard. Don't open your mouth. I, I feel like a, I feel like the the coffins are, are maybe it's illegal now. Oh really? Yeah, it's UV light. Is that because of the movie Final Destination when someone roasted inside one of those things? I, I'm not sure, but you know what else was roasting that meat? Uh huh. And we're we're gonna go eat some. You'll definitely hear the food coma after the next match. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. Ugh. I'm so full of food. 
<laughs> oh, I, w- I won't fart into the mic. We had ribs, we had wings, we had pesta. Noah, how are you feeling? <laughs> so we just watched the women's the raw women's championship match fantastic i thought it was awesome the first few minutes were so exciting i i love the idea of them all teaming up on nia jacks mm-hmm. all the three other women now speaking of nia jacks walking to the ring that four mile hike <laughs> with her leather uh, whatever the hell she was wearing with the uh, with, how much schwitzing was she doing? Yeah, and then Sasha comes out next, like she gets a ride. <laughs> Nia's like, why didn't I think of that? But all right, listen, you know, maybe I wanted to walk, or maybe I would have liked the ride if yeah, you would have asked me. me a ride? But that's okay. Enjoy the rides while I walk. Not she's like a Jewish mother. You see this? Do you see the skirt? Right? You're you saying, know? I mean, no, no, I'll carry it. I'll carry it down this ramp. No problem. The skirt had like some kind of like ventilation. No, like, I don't know. It. There'd have to be a lot of ventilation. Uh, I'm all schwitzed. It's Orlando. It's my. It's like near my in Florida <laughs> here. Humid, but okay. Ride, ride on your little cart. Uh, but the match was. I love that. It's kind of like what we saw on NXT Takeover last night with the tag team title match, uh-huh. where the two teams teamed up on yes. the Authors of Pain because the authors they realized that. Oh, you know, this team, or, or in this case, Nia Jax, is much harder to eliminate. So if we all work together, she's the largest threat. Get rid of her, then we could figure it amongst ourselves. Great psychology. Yeah. And all through the match, great psychology. And also, we were saying even during the match how that the idea that the three of them had to team up on Nia was the best-case scenario for Nia because she looks so good that, like, she was... Right. Holding her own against all three of them. She was like a lioness with like three hyenas trying to eat her or whatever. And my she was only, like, uh-uh. My only little complaint, and this is like a nitpick because this was a great match. I feel like they should have let Naya throw them all around a little longer. Just to I mean, like, she did throw Charlotte <laughs> yeah. into the... She had, she, she had some of that. She had a few spots, but yeah. I feel like they should have built her up as that force more. Mm-hmm. Maybe give her three, four, five straight minutes of offense. Mm-hmm. And then they, they did, then they decide that they have to team up. Oh, I see. You know not I mean? that they thought about this beforehand. Right. It, it would have sold it a little bit. Mm, but okay. th- I'm not taking away from this match because it was a fantastic match. I was a little surprised by the ending. I was surprised when Sasha got eliminated. I was kind of hoping she was going to win. But mm-hmm. I thought, you know, she was protected and that Charlotte cheated to get her eliminated. Although that seemed to be the plan, but she they, 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 they took the turnbuckle off. Yeah. But it didn't come off. So right, it just right. looked like she hit a regular turnbuckle. Also, Charlotte's corkscrew moonsault mm-hmm. and uh, Sasha Banks's tope con hilo, which Michael Cole called that move. I think <laughs> <laughs> we've seen that move before. So he, I don't. That's not exactly right, but he said something stupid. Anytime Sasha does any high risk move, I <gasps> yeah, you know, hold my breath. But she nailed that perfectly. Both of them. Bailey caught her perfectly. Charlotte nailed. Her corkscrew moon so perfectly. I mean, fantastic match. Excellent. Nothing bad. What? To say. Best one. Like very, very exciting. By the far. Most, I, I was saying there was no rest holds. Yeah. There was. It was just all action. I didn't even look at my phone once. I, my yeah. eyes were glued to the television. <laughs> so let's see what could possibly follow this matchup. A terrible match, probably. Woo! Sugar rush coma. Now we got out the desserts. I brought some desserts in case you're wondering. Uh, the food injection. We had strawberry shortcake, black forest. Uh, Claire, yeah. had some chocolate crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
So we just watched the Raw Tag Team Ladder Match, and I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you guys something. I didn't say before. The surprise was ruined for me a few minutes ago. A friend of mine texted me, "Delete, delete, delete," and I kind of put it together, but it was still really cool. Was it Noah? Noah did it. Noah texted me. <laughs> you had no idea. I've made that joke before, and it's a very bad joke. But uh, great surprise. Uh, the type of surprise I feel WWE would have never done mm-hmm. five or ten years ago, but because of the internet. And really a testament to how well Matt Hardy got that stupid thing over, which you, Darren, you didn't even really like the bits uh, on TNA of the, the um, broken Matt Hardy. I don't mind his acting i don't mind his character and the whole gimmick uh, i didn't like like blowing off the, the angle pr- with a match that's like a movie oh okay that's what i didn't like but, i don't uh, i honestly think I, the character kind of grew on me okay well it's going to be interesting he's been doing the delete you know of course there's the whole copyright issue with tna there's oh, with impact wrestling rather well what is what exactly is copyrighted well it's kind of the idea that because the character was created while he was under contract to them that they own the rights to that version of the character. But what parts of it are? The broken, like the mannerism, just the character. Like, it's it's kind of like if you worked at Marvel and you came up with a comic book character, you know, Marvel owns the comic book. That's, but Hardy is, they're currently in a lawsuit because it was, you know, a shitty contract. And I don't know, who knows? But it okay. seems like they were confident enough where he was doing the delete thing. And how crazy is it? Too that the most of the crowd knew what to do, and right. this is a gimmick that got over not at all on WWE television. Mm-hmm. Also, what's crazy is I okay, so I've been watching so much wrestling this weekend, not only on WWE Network. You watched Flow Slam. I was on, I, I subscribed to Flow Slam for the weekend. I have a High Spots Wrestling Network subscription, thanks You're to those junkie. folks. And uh, so just yesterday, I was watching the Hardys wrestle in the Hyatt like it's a ballroom in a hotel ballroom they wrestled Penta Sierra Miedo and Ray Phoenix from Lucha Underground it was a fantastic match but I was like this is so great like you know they're just wrestling in a ballroom and then last night they wrestled in a ladder match against the Young Bucks so they knew they knew even though not everybody knew but they knew they the Hardys knew yes this match and they still did a ladder match. And the, so, and they were not phoning it in at either match. Yeah, I, just, to say the least. They did, uh, and even in this match, I mean, Jeff Hardy did the same stunt he did, you know, 10, 12 years ago with a giant ladder. Like, that guy's insane. Mm-hmm. And we were just saying during the match, uh, Jeff Hardy now looks like Matt Hardy 10 years ago. <laughs> He's got a little pot belly. I'm curious if Matt Hardy's wife and son come in because I thought that's always cute that they have King Maxel, but I don't <laughs> think that's gonna put happen. Maxel on the ladder and had him swan yes. through it. <laughs> Noah, as someone who doesn't follow the internet world of wrestling as much, how did you feel about the Hardys' return and the delete stuff? Did you get the delete stuff? I didn't understand the delete stuff. I thought that the crowd was asking for WWE to delete what was happening. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's his... I'm watching it with you so you can explain it to me. Mm-hmm. But what, what did you think about it overall when you saw the Hardys? Were you so I, shocked? I was so shocked because uh, I'm watching wrestling now, but when I watched wrestling before I stopped watching wrestling was the, you know, like the Hardy Boys mm-hmm. era with Lita and everything. Mm-hmm. So just to see them back here is like incredible. And mm-hmm. that whole thing with Jeff Hardy climbing onto the ladder and 
jumping off of it into Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh. We feared for his life, Shane McMahon style. We were saying. Everyone's. We were joking a little about Matt Hardy's physique, uh, but then we were we then joked how even still he's in better shape than Shane McMahon yeah. in terms of like being blown up. Listen, of all the old people that they're bringing into this show, he is the least out of shape. And don't forget, Goldberg still has to wrestle on this show, <laughs> if you want to call that wrestling. Well, that was a great moment and one of the first big moments I feel of the show. Right, there hasn't really been a big surprise. Um, I would say Nia Jax being uh, killed. Right, right. Oh, you mean like a, a like person? a shock, like something everyone's going to talk about in the morning. I feel like this yeah. is a big one. This well, is a big moment. There were a couple of things in the Shane McMahon match. I would yeah, say. but th this was a big one. This let's was the see, biggest one. Let's see what else WWE has in store for. Us. <laughs> and uh, we just oh, we're on we're on we're on we <laughs> you just, just got a natural reaction to what just happened so i have never seen somebody turn on an ending the way i've seen just saw darren shit all over to be fair i didn't turn on it i i was pretty negative throughout this whole thing so uh the match was whatever no it was, that's giving it too much I, I i will say i loved so it was the miz and maurice if we're talking about of course versus john cena and nikki bella Mm -hmm. And I did love that the crowd was cheering The Miz, and The Miz was totally playing into it. It was really like, I, and we mentioned during the match that, like, it's not really just for his own self-aggrandizement. Like, it's just to show that all you have to do when you're fighting John Cena is stick your hand up. You and just everyone have to piss everyone up. He's more popular than Bruno San Martino in the 70s. He's just like the, <laughs> Just because he's wrestling John Cena. Right. Anyone who fights John Cena is the most popular wrestler in history. Uh, I loved it. I loved his offense. I loved how he's. I think that was the most fun I've ever seen the Miz have in the ring yep. too, because he couldn't believe the crowd was on his side for the first time ever. <laughs> uh, and then the second time ever, he fought John Cena. The ending. At WrestleMania the, oh, that's true. The ending was really cheesy, but I mean, I guess they wanted that highlight reel for the Today Show tomorrow morning. We were discussing also during the match, like you know, just booking wise, this makes perfect sense for the Miz to win this match. Because John Cena is a part-timer and, you know. They're the, both leaving, both of right. them. But, of course, that goes out the window when you're talking about John Cena. He well, just also because the, they wanted the WrestleMania moment of him proposing to Nikki. And so it we looked have to like. See, well, don't go to that yet because oh, sorry, we have to talk about more. Jerry Lawler being the Oh, my God. Announcer. So within f four minutes, he already, like, ten cliche terrible jokes. <laughs> and you know, you know what I realized, too? So he had this one joke. About how like uh, oh the the Miz loves seeing the you know the Miz saw Maurice in lingerie last night a lingerie a, he saw her in a lingerie last <laughs> night but he didn't see it when he was walking into the house he saw it when she was walking into the house all right we all just and then, like uh, no, no real response and you know what I realized all these women now talking about how the women's revolution has come so far. Uh -huh. The reason it was in the backwoods part, a good part of the reason was because Jerry fucking Lawler was on yeah. commentary. Alta Chaka from 1955. Making these completely sexist jokes that, like, <laughs> Maurice is a whore that... And so we were sitting there, we were like analyzing the joke. Yeah, what is this world? He, well, yeah, what's this world he created? And where it's like so, so she, she bangs some guy and comes in. She doesn't ever put a clothes on. She doesn't put a clothes on. <laughs> She, she doesn't take the lingerie off. She and doesn't put, like, take her... the uh, lingerie off. She leaves the uh, lingerie on. And she then gets in a cab with maybe a she has like a raincoat on. with the uh, lingerie. And then so she has a raincoat over it. But then when right. she comes home, she's like, uh, Miz is like, honey, you're back. You're wearing 
a lingerie. Right. She didn't think that she was cheating on him, so she should not be wearing something sexy when right. she walks in the door. Right. He's a cuck. Maybe so, that's what, maybe, <laughs> maybe this is a... <laughs> Maybe Lawler was dog whistling. Right. Maybe there's another guy in the bedroom with the Miz mm-hmm. waiting for mm-hmm. her to come home with a lingerie on. <laughs> and so when the the marriage was starting, the crowd totally saw it happening and started no, no, no. Yeah, uh, not enough, though. I feel like they well, were. We were sitting here going like, oh, man, are they going to shit on this whole thing? But and like, like I was really hoping they would shit on the whole thing. I mean, come on. I feel like, you know. Why do I have to feel, like, feel any it was compassion? A for it was a, uh, on the one hand, it was a sweet moment. On the other hand, it was exactly what the Miz said John Cena was going to do. Is like uh-huh. the only reason he's doing it is because it's in the spotlight, right? And he doesn't really love her. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So, on the one hand, it'll give the Miz something to say on SmackDown on mm-hmm. Tuesday. And really, I mean, you know, the if the Miz won or lost, he would still be the Miz. You know, it's not like he would be taking any more or less here. It didn't really matter. I feel like you have Stockholm is. syndrome right now. You're no, just making here, excuses for but, John Cena. But okay, I'm just saying though, like if the Miz <laughs> won, what could he do with that? You know, like I don't care. I just don't want to see John <laughs> Cena win things. Fair enough. Well, I, I let, let's see what else is coming up. So far, uh, WrestleMania has been pretty fun. It's not no except no for this lulls. awful, disgusting, horrible match and post-match events. <laughs> this is the first bump in the road that's been awful. I, I was okay with it. Well, uh, you know, I, I mean, it just—it's enough. It's enough. Why am I supposed to care about this person? He's the most despised like wrestler in the history of the World Wrestling Federation, and and, and also uh, one of the highest draws. But that's not true. I feel like that's a, well. Let's not get into the we side. Have into we don't have to get into the side argument. He's not a draw. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Agree to disagree. What did we learn with the Seth Rollins Triple H match? Distraction. Yes. Is greater than all. Distraction is the most powerful finisher mm-hmm. in WWE. Not in all only, of wrestling. Not only a finisher. Earlier in the match, Seth Rollins had a sledgehammer. This is a man. Who weighs like 240, 30, 40 pounds. The CrossFit Jesus. CrossFit Jesus. And then with with his bulging biceps, he's standing there only for Stephanie McMahon to be behind him. And because of the distraction, she is able to muscle away a sledgehammer from a guy who weighs like 50 pounds more than her, at least. Because of uh, any normal circumstances, she would never... Have been able to pry the sledgehammer away, but because she surprised him in WWE rules, she can easily snatch a sledgehammer away from a strong man. Uh, overall, I thought the match was okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was okay. I would say less than okay. I think it was boring. I was well. yeah, I was ready for it to end. I was kind of on my phone. This was the first match, Noah, where I was on my phone, and I see you're on your phone. Mm-hmm. Now I'll tell you exactly what was wrong with this match. Okay, okay. Triple H is a decent enough wrestler, even at the age of 45, mm-hmm. to have a decent match with a good wrestler. Seth Rollins is a great wrestler, but they did not let Seth Rollins do any Seth Rollins stuff. Well, he did well, well, wait, wait, I'm getting to that. For most of the match, okay. he, was on, he was on one leg. So he was getting his ass kicked, and and Triple H was driving the offense. Yeah, true. So that made it a fucking snooze fest. That's true, and Triple H's offense is usually very... uh, uh, (laughs) 
it picked up when Seth Rollins rallied and got to do some Seth Rollins stuff. Yes, and, and when Stephanie McMahon made her presence felt. Yeah. Uh, she took a table bump, though. That's true. Well, that's nice. That's very, nice. Very pedestrian table bump. Yeah, but I mean... And then, oh, and then we should also say that... Triple H saw his wife fall down, and he was distracted. Yes, the power of distraction caused <laughs> Triple H to lose the match. Because earlier, Seth Rollins kicked out of a pedigree. Well, the other thing, the other thing that's the other thing, too. Seth Rollins has the more powerful pedigree, because well, it only took one pedigree for Seth Rollins to win. I, I have to counter that with the, with the reasoning that he didn't really have a more powerful pedigree. It was pedigree plus distraction. Oh, the power of the distraction <laughs> right. is what it. Pedigree plus distraction is stronger than just a pedigree. That, <laughs> that is true. My biggest pet peeve in, pro, in WWE booking is the, I'm surprised nobody's music hit. Right. That's then, all, first that, of all, how does that happen? That, that, that's the biggest distraction like, power. Right. When the, when the music hits, that's the most distraction you the, can do. You're so, the music is so loud and it's so distracting that you have to let go of any move that you're in, get right. up out of any pin that you're in, let go of a submission. <laughs> what is this music? Yes. I can't possibly finish what I'm doing. Asshole. Here's what you do. Finish pinning the guy. Yeah. Take then two get seconds. Up. It's a fucking three and a half mile ramp for them to come down. They can't break up your three second pin. All right. Well, well we there you go. We still got some much much more show. Let's that match sucked. Let's just get that out of the way. I trash it. <laughs> Mile thrash. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Agree to disagree again. So we just saw Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Yep. Surprised by the ending, kind of bummed. I, I wanted uh, Bray Wyatt to retain. I liked the new effect of whenever he uh, stands upside down. There's like a projection of really gross bugs or worms or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I liked it. I wonder if they're going to keep doing that on SmackDown. Um, that's like going to be a permanent thing. Seems like a WrestleMania Ugh. thing, I would say. Much like the very exciting uh, John Cena being driven to the ring by gangsters in the 30s. I see. That was so... Uh, no, it was all Revolutionary. Right. Yeah. Uh, that <clears throat> match was just like, it was okay. It was a Raw match. Or a yeah, match. they didn't really uh, shift into the WrestleMania high gear. Ever, and I had, uh, I had pretty high hopes for that match. It was just there. Surprised that uh, Randy Orton won so easily. Just won RKO. I thought that match could have stolen the show, but mm -hmm. they decided to go the very pedestrian route with it. I really, I, I expected Randy Orton to win. Really? But not like that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just too easy. Yeah. It just didn't. There was no back and forth, much back and forth there. Yeah, like all the other matches had all you know a few false finishes mm -hmm. and really get the crowd into it a little more. They didn't really do that. I guess they're trying to just show that you know an RKO out of nowhere, right? Is really, all that's which hasn't okay. that been established for like twenty years already? Yeah, I, I wish you know. I just feel like they could they they owe Bray better. That's just how Agreed. I feel. Well, like, uh, well, I, I feel like you know they they can have a long running feud. Yes, I mean the feud can continue, and if Bray does end up winning the title back, that's fine. But I feel like Bray Wyatt needs to be champion. I think they should ping pong the belt between the two of them so that mm -hmm. Randy Orton can pass John Cena. Cause fuck him. <laughs> well, right now John Cena is tied with Ric Flair for 16. Right. So, so let you Randy want Randy Orton pass? Rick you Flair. want him to be 17? Yeah, fuck Ric Flair too. He's a Republican <laughs> and a dickhead. I think Randy Orton's a. Republican, libertarian, kind of. Well, well, libertarian at least is at least they smoke weed. Repub <laughs> Republicans who smoke weed. On that note, we just witnessed Brock Lesnar take on Darren, someone you described as the only wrestler you hate more 
than John Cena. Yes. Goldberg. Goldberg. Now, Goldberg, if he won anything tonight, it's 10 of the night. We, we <laughs> were talking earlier about Triple H's 10, which was awful. Well, it was... It was well Very done. Very detailed. Like, right. there was no tan lines at all, and it left us wondering, like, did Stephanie uh, do him <laughs> up? Did, did, was there, uh, was he out in the sun? How did yeah, he get like some staffer in a tanning place spritzed him with, like, <laughs> while he was naked. But right? Goldberg, he had, he wins best bod. I mean, really, for 50, great 51 years old, he looks almost exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. That's and wrestles exactly as well as he did 20 years well, ago. Well, the only offense <laughs> that Goldberg had in this entire match, I'm not exaggerating, was the spear. Right. There was no other offense. And a Goldberg. jackhammer. One jackhammer. He, oh, he hit the jackhammer. When he hit the jackhammer, my heart, again, yeah. I've said this many times today, My, I was like, no, please, no, no, no. And then the kick out, I was right. elated. Now, I have to say, uh, I'm very impressed by this crowd. Yes. Because they shit on Goldberg so bad. There was like a few scattered like Goldberg chants mm -hmm. and they got shut the fuck down like immediately <laughs> with booze just raining booze on this cocksucker and also how much respect they have for Lesnar they did not 10 10 10 yeah his suplex count but when he actually got to 10 wow the roof came out there's yes. no roof there it's an open air right stadium. but the crowd went nuts and Lesnar <laughs> went nuts he did one of his taunts and I'm just so excited that yeah. Brock Lesnar is the WWE Universal Champion. Now the Universal title means so much more, I right. think. And also, like like we were talking uh, as the match was happening, as it ended, the last time he was the champion, he, it, it, it got valued so much more because he wasn't on TV constantly exposing yes. it. He was and like the mega boss. Like we discussed that, you know, I don't think even WWE had the foresight to think that that was... A plan, it was just a side effect from yeah. him being a part-timer, but it made it so great. Like, I feel like, like for example, when Randy Orton was the champion or when John Cena was the champion, you see them every week in every single permutation of tag team right, matches. Right. It's like it just wears everything out. Like, when he shows up for a pay-per-view, it's like, whoa. This, this is a big pay-per-view. Yeah, I agree. This is important. And uh, so I'm glad he's back. I hope he's gonna. they have him wrestle a little more often than they did before, and it looks like yeah. they have that. And I, I, I said... I want Raw tomorrow to begin with like 40 minutes of Paul Heyman like ejaculating <laughs> congratulatory statements towards how much of a conqueror Brock Lesnar is. And as much as I hated Survivor Series mm -hmm. where uh, Oldberg destroyed uh, Brock in <laughs> yeah. two seconds in whatever, a minute 20, it all like I'm all cool with it now that I see how it ended. Like this was... Such a satisfactory thing, especially as a Brock Lesnar fan. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. But just also to wrap up, like, mm -hmm. I can't wrap my head around why anyone, even before any of these matches happened, mm -hmm. like, just the news of Goldberg showing up. Like, why should that it's excite exciting. anybody? Here's, Explain here's it to two, me. Two, two, on twofold. One, nostalgia from the people who somehow were duped into liking Goldberg the okay. first time around. Many of them being like eight years old at the time. I understand. Right. That. That's yes. fine. And then. I liked Ultimate Warrior when I was that. And young. then current eight to 15 year olds who never saw Goldberg and only maybe saw like clips and like, oh, this guy must be cool. So that's I'm interested. And I will say when he first came in, he delivered promo like he, he delivered it unlike anyone else because they allowed him just to talk. On uh -huh. his own, so it was uh, it was it wasn't that bad. 
I do think though, you, like ultimately, if you know anything about ultimately. his history, <laughs> he, you know that no matter how good his promo is, you, it's going to end in a three-minute match. Like he right. can't. He it, when he was thirty, he couldn't even wrestle more than the a five-minute. O- the match. only ma- the only one I can think of off the top of my head was the one with uh, DDP at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, I mean, on occasion he would, but but, he, yeah. but it wasn't any it was, good. Yeah, he was. He always needed to be carried. He never put in the work to try to become a better wrestler because he just got successful so quickly that right. he was just like whatever. It's just the scummiest thing. Like you knew this guy was coming in for like three matches. They were all going to be horrible and short. He's going to get like $4 million, <laughs> and then he's out the fucking door. Well, like, I why mean, am I supposed to get behind that? Yeah, I mean, I can't hate on him for making his money. No, 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 no. I don't blame him for taking it, even though he's a thief in the night and a robber. <laughs> but, like, if someone handed me $4 million for yeah, doing nothing, of course I would take Anybody, it. No, I don't But what that. I'm asking is why am I supposed to get behind and support this? Like, right. And clearly the people in the audience were not behind it. because they Well, some of them were. They booed the living shit but out of him on average. They were definitely uh, there for Brock to win. They knew Brock was winning. In I, I do agree, but I also think, well, everyone loves Brock, but I feel like Brock also got some Miz effect there mm. just by being against Goldberg, okay. like Miz did against John Cena. Well, and it just shows that they should not do this shit anymore. Well, th- well it's for the, I bet, you know what, I bet his uh, contract was uh, written off by like the 2K money. I bet the video game company. Okay, but you Push know what me. would be even smarter? Take the 2K money, promote 2K, and then don't hire Goldberg and, <laughs> and use the money for something else. Wow. Is that a possibility? We have to talk to their marketing department. <laughs> you still have the money. It's midnight. Yeah, we better speed <laughs> this up. We got to power through. We got two more matches. Well, that women's SmackDown women's match happened. Mm. We could definitely say that. Uh, well, you know... Obviously, that the women's division has taken a lot of great strides forward yes. in recent times. That was a throwback to when they were all awful. Well, not to say the match was awful. I think it was just unfair that it was put in that position because it's like there's no way the crowd was going to react anyway. Right. And I don't really like that philosophy in general where they have two or three main events mm-hmm. and in between the last two they put a lesser match like agreed why do you want to 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 drag the audience down shouldn't you be ramping it up like in the old days in the 80s in new japan they do it that way too it's awesome just at one after the other after the other um and also just like you what you just said i have to disagree with because you said uh this match wasn't that awful it just wasn't fair to it was awful and what was awful about it it was like eight botches in an eight minute match no just a sharpshooter what else the last the, the last submission hold, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. that was. But it, it worked was, out. But they all look sloppy falling. It was like just a just very It's late. Argument. It's late. They're tired. It's been a long weekend. You're a yes man. That's what you are. <laughs> no, I just let. No, no, it was fine. I <laughs> no, mean, they're all. Most of them are good I wrestlers. Could take, I could take it or leave it, I feel. It's it, not it, their best work. Yeah, not very memorable. I bet they probably had a few minutes of their match cut, I'm sure. Excuses, excuses. But don't you think that that, like, the show just ended and we're still behind like we're still like a match behind and it just ended mm-hmm. so they had to have cut some there had to be sure, cut somewhere but the match still sucked yeah all right <laughs> well let's see <laughs> not how necessarily this, their fault let's see how this main event happens if there's any other surprises okay we finally finished wrestlemania the five hour and ten minute wrestlemania plus two hour pre-show what an extravaganza yeah uh, so Roman Reigns won, no surprise. I mean, pretty much the expected 
Uh, did you expect that? I expected I it. wasn't 100% on it, but I was not shocked at all by it at all. Not yes. at all. I will say it seemed like a bit of an anticlimactic main event. Yes. But well, they had to put it last because of the retirement. Yes, angle, I, I did like the retirement thing. I thought that was... Very nice touch. That was a good way to... Yeah, that was a very nice touching ending. Got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. Okay. A little choked up. I'm all right. I'll be fine. I'll soldier on. I mean, uh, you you got to hand it to The Undertaker. You can't take nothing away from him. The guy made his deb- WrestleMania debut at WrestleMania 7. Yeah. Single digits. Seven. And so it's been quite a run for him. But to be completely honest, and no disrespect, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad we don't have to see another Undertaker match because that was awful. It was just objectively speaking as a match, not, you know, taking the emotion out of it. I know it's emotional and all that, but that was, it was just like an three minutes in. And he was like just heavy breathing. He was just gassed. Right. And let's not let's be fair. It was not all him. I mean, Roman Reigns is when he doesn't have someone who can commandeer the match. He's fucking terrible, too. Well, in what sense? In the sense that he's like awful terrible? and plotting and slow and does a lot of the well, same the moves was, over and over. The match was there. Yeah. Right. Well, it's definitely on The Undertaker. But yeah. Roman Reigns has great matches when he has someone in there with mm-hmm. him that directs and takes the match over. I liked. Uh, I did like the spear into the announce table. Yes. That choke slam. That choke slam into the announce table looked brutal when it didn't break. Oh, how about when they try to do the reverse uh, tombstone spot? And that lip see. Them? So I don't know. It's hard to say who to blame for that. You know. I, I say the Undertaker. I think it's more the Undertaker for not having the. The uh, hops. cardio strength yeah. really to the like core pull strength to the do co- a sit up. Yeah, yeah, the core strength. Yeah. Uh, and then, because Roman Reigns, two seconds later, Undertaker had him in the Hell's Gate, and he broke out of that right. uh, by lifting him up. So I don't think it's uh, Roman Reigns' conditioning yeah. is, is not to be put in, into question. That's a move that they needs cooperation. I liked, I, I liked the, the way they kind of ended it where Reigns was just hitting him with everything and Taker kept getting up, and mm-hmm. it was almost uh, like the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. They even stole they, the uh, stay down. Yeah. We were waiting for him to say, I love you. But, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. But, and then spear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was a little disappointed that it just ended with a spear, but I liked that it was like a, a he really ramped up on the spear. You know, he, yeah. he hit the ropes three times. Wow, he ran back a and little, forth a little. <laughs> it was a little, yeah. Like I said, a little anticlimactic, but I did appreciate the ending. That was a great moment. Overall, well, was, do you have anything else to say? What else do we have to I Undertaker mean, just looked out of shit. Like, when he was just standing, there, he was like, I gotta do this. <laughs> the one thing I would say is that this is just a really good oppor- a really good opportunity for Roman Reigns to become a heel, mm-hmm. which, which is the, not going to oh, happen. It's the, right. Not, no chance in hell that it's happening. Especially, like, tonight was the night to do it, and they did not right. do it. Well, he could have, you know, beat him, pinned him one, two, three, started to leave the yeah. ring, and then said, no, wait a minute. Go back and hit him with a chair about 83,000 yeah. times. Have but Finn I, Balor come in and save him. Right. And I guess. Like that. But I mean, that's. Right. It's, like you said, it's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because they're forcing the square peg into the round hole. 
And Roman Reigns is going to be like the next superstar for the next 10 years. And uh, one thing uh, we started to notice as Roman was leaving and celebrating, they completely muted the crowd. Which they do every show now. I think more so. Also, let's talk about New Day, how completely useless useless they were as hosts. Especially in the last segment. The last segment, they just read the attendance. Well, at least... They did that. The Rock couldn't even do that last year. Oh, he did it wrong. He was like, right? oh, we had a world record attendance. And that's it. He wouldn't say the number. He was like, I'm not remembering 101. <laughs> that. Fuck that. Uh, at least they said work. the number. Uh, completely. I have to think that with the show running an hour and a half over, yeah. they had to have cut some of their bits. I'm sure. There had to have been more bits because that was just pointless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked WrestleMania. Even though it was longer than last year, last year felt a million times longer. I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. There was a there was enough things that I really liked a lot. It was a that, thumbs up for me. A, a hearty thrash. Uh, I would give it a mild thrash, but it was better. The good parts outweighed the bad parts. Yes, and I'm curious to see where they take stuff tomorrow. Raw should be exciting. I'm curious what the Hardys are gonna the, their oh, first yeah. promo, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Seth Rollins pro, and again, a Brock Lesnar masturbatory celebration. (laughs) I want that. Maybe Finn Balor debuts, and he's Brock's first. Who's Brock's first challenger? I mean, Goldberg's done. He's not getting a rematch. Right. You're done. You're finished. Please. (laughs) Right over there. I'm coughing. Okay. Well, Darren, thank you so much for uh, having any any final thoughts on on, on the WrestleMania. Um, I wish that uh, Lawrence Taylor had made an appearance. That would have put <laughs> it over the top. Uh, what was your favorite match? Oh, well, do I count the pre-show? Yeah. <laughs> I would say probably. Oh, I would say probably the women's match. The, the Raw the, women's the match? The Raw women's match. I think so as well. I think that was my favorite as well. Or the Neville uh, the Neville match with mm-hmm. Austin Aries. That was a great One match as well. Two. Yeah, both of those for pure work rate, which is great. Right. How amazing is it the women's match had arguably the best work rate of the main show? It's bizarro land. Well, honestly, to be fair, when the women had a shitty division in WWE, the men's division was just as bad. Yeah. But now the women have passed them. So it's not like the men were good then. It's just that everybody sucked. Well, I wanted to thank all of you for listening to this very special edition of the Squared Circle Pit. I know you're probably wondering for the last few matches, hey, what did Noah think? And uh, <laughs> we don't really know because she bailed. Yeah, she she left partway, like five the, minutes into the Randy Orton match. Yeah, but, you know, hopefully she'll catch up by, by the podcast, maybe uh, by the Metal Injection Livecast. We'll mm-hmm. get her thoughts then. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. Should we do this again? Let me know. Tweet me at Squared Circle Pit at Rob Injection or Facebook.com slash Squared Circle Pit. Thank you so much for being my guest this, it was, it on this was, very, very special edition. It was my honor. And uh, a big thank you to your lovely wife, Jennifer, for thank stuffing you, all of our faces with food. Mm-hmm. And I'm still full. Me too. Now I need a bathroom. Hit the WrestleMania theme. It's playing right now. Okay, let's pretend after you put it in the post. Yeah, yeah, it's like really good. This is WrestleMania. Like, this is the best part. That's me singing along. With yeah, yeah, pump it up, pump it up. Now I made it harder for you. You have to sing yeah. the song to where yeah, I said I, that. I, I know. Okay, just pretend. Theater of the mind. <laughs> pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> All right.